הרי למי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים אמיתיים שפירנו לכל הצדיקים אמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומשם בארצם במבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפחידים עצמך נע נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן So בעזרת השם today we finish off this final manuscript this uh, final piece of this manuscript on Torah י"ג אבליקות המורן Torah 13 starting from the words וזה פירוש Now we explain the story of Rabbi Barachana. And this is an explanation of the story that it's brought down in the Gemara of Baba Batra, I believe. Rabbi Barachana once said, Those who go out to the sea have told me, and Rabbanu uh, is going, not going to bring the entire Gemara, he's going to split up piece by piece. So that's from the Gemara. Quote, end of quote, Those who go out to the sea have told me. Now Rabbanu is going to explain, what did it mean, those seafarers, those who go out to the sea? Meaning those people who go out to the sea are those who draw down the Torah to this world. What did it say over there in the Gemara? Ben Gala le Gala, Tlata Mea Parse. End of quote. Uh, between each wave, there are 300 Parsaot of distance between each and every wave. Already one Parsa is more than a mile. Imagine what 300 Parsaot is, is between each wave. That there's a distance of 300 Parsaot between each wave. What is Tlata Mea Parse? Rabbeinu brings down Tlata Mea Parse Elu Chachmei Adosh Shem Bifkinat Ma Bishlosh Devarim These are These 300 Parsa Are the Represent the The Chachmei Adosh The wise men of the generation Who are the aspect of Ma Not Mea 300 Parsa But Atikchem Mea Ela Ma Atikchem Ma Ela Mea As we know in the Gemara It brings this idea Do not read in Ma Rather read in Mea So Ma and Mea are exchangeable You can replace them. So, Tlata Mea Pasi is Tlata Ma, the three Ma's which the Chacham Adon represents. What are the three nothingness, these three types of nothingness and humility that the Tzadik, the Chacham Adon represents? It's going to explain. Rabbanu is going to teach us that the Chacham Adon, the wise men of the generation, have to be Ma, have to be nothing and humble and nullified in three aspects. Now Rabbanu is going to explain what three aspects. Three things. Do not boast. They should, he, not, he should not boast in his wisdom. That's the first one, wisdom. Vigvurato, strength. Oshon, wealth. Those three things that Tzaddik has to be completely humble in. Ki im bezot Except with this, etc. Uchtiv, and it says, Do not read a ma, rather read a mea. So ma and mea are exchangeable. And Meaning, what does it mean to be in between each wave? That they connect all the souls in the aspect of what we said earlier, that the, that the wise man takes souls. As we said above, And these souls are the wheels, they're the spheres. In the aspect of circles, as is known. Um, if I'm not mistaken in the writings of the Ari or the Zohar Kadosh I'm not sure where um, so what is Gal Galim spheres it comes from the word uh, Gal wave uh, so now Rabbeinu is going to explain what does that mean between each wave that the Chacham takes um, that the Chacham stands between each wave what does it mean between the souls who are the waves the Gal Galim the spheres because the souls are in the aspect of circles rather than the Kabbalah One time we were traveling on the way. 
Meaning, what is the Rabbi Baruch Hanna saying? That we were traveling and we wanted to awaken this aspect of zivug, of union, of this unification, which is called Orach, path. Why is union called path? My going and my laying down. And it says over there in the verse that this is an aspect of being together with, um, in, in relations. Udlinan um, Gala, what does that mean? And we ascended with the wave, it says in the Gemara. What is the wave? It's a soul. Meaning that the, we lifted the souls up above. It says that the wise man ascended the city of strong. Because the essential elevation of these souls is through this Chacham, as we mentioned above. Because the height of each wave was 300 parsaot. With 300 tall. Meaning what? That the exalting of the souls, which represents the wave, is elevating, is elevated how? Through the Chacham, through the wise man. Who represents what? The 300 parsaot, we said, meaning what? The three what's um, that the Chacham represents. Meaning that he makes himself nothing. Uh, in aspect of Ma, as Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akohen said, what are we? Meaning it's an aspect of nullification. That the Chacham made himself nothing, absolutely nothing in three things. What, what three categories? In wisdom, in strength, and in wealth. So because he was nothing in those three categories, he is able to elevate the souls which represent waves in the story. Ad de Chazinan bi marvata de vazuta. As it says in the Gemara, that the that we were lifted up on this wave until we saw the base of a small star. What did that mean? Meaning that Rabbi Baruchan is saying we were able to cause this supernal unification. And this is why it says over there, uh, this small star, this, um, sorry, the, the base, this base. Why? What does Mirbate mean? It's this base, but what does Mirbate come from the word? It's the same letters. And my going and my lying down. What's a lying down? This unification. This zivu, this relation. As you say in the verse. And what do we call the Shekhinah when it's in the time of uh, unification, when it's unified with the Shekhinah? When it's unified with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, what's it called? Koch vezuta. The Shechina is called a small star. Kamovah bezor parashat pinchas. The brother bezor parashat pinchas. The advidat nekuta zeera that the Shechina becomes a small point. Migor rechimuta out of love. Kedenit chaba babala. Whenever her husband unites with her, that whenever Hakadosh Baruch Hu unites with the Shechina, the Shechina makes it becomes really small to the point where it becomes a small point, a small star. Davekim vazar kemivzar arbein geriva bizra dechardera. Um, as and this base of the small star was as large as the Gemara over there in the story of, the, of Rabbi Bachana. Rabbi Bachana says it was as large as the area in which forty measures of mustard seed can be planted. It says over there that when this creature becomes pregnant, there's a certain creature that when it becomes pregnant. It closes up. And it cannot give birth until the snake comes and bites its genitals. So that immediately opens up and blood comes out. 
And it drinks the blood. This snake drinks the blood. And once that animal uh, is able to, uh, what's it called, now give birth. And this is the aspect of Briza de Chardela, mustard seed. When it says that this base of the star was like this area which plants 40 measures of mustard seed. What did that mean? What did mustard seed mean? As it says about that drop of blood. Meaning what? Meaning that drop of blood as small as a mustard seed which emerges from the genitals of this animal once a snake bites it. Bizra? What's Bizra? When it says Bizra, Bizra depends on the word Bedzera, the house of seed. Meaning the womb where the, where the seed is collected. And then afterwards it gives birth. And this birth Hazot Torah. And this birth is the Torah, Kanan. And you mentioned about the Torah, Hazot, he olechet derech arba'im yom. And this Torah goes 40, um, goes, um, goes and travels derech arba'im yom via 40 days. And we cannot shach yut Hashem arba'im. Meaning what? What is the 40 days? It represents the other beasts, which are 40 in total. Lechol star asara, because on each side there's 10. Kamuva be parashat bitchas, as brought down in parashat bitchas, and on, on the first month, this represents the 40 measures of mustard seed, representing the 40 beasts. Why? Because we have what? We have the, the Shor, the Nesher, the Aryeh, and the Adam, these four types of Chayot, and there's 10 on each side. So we see 40 times, 4 times 10 is 40. There's 40 beasts in total. The Eden and Tafi, and what did it say in the Gemara? Had we ascended more, whom Maklin and Mehavla, we would have been burnt from the steam. Meaning, if the wave took us even higher than those 300 pasaot, we would have been burnt from the steam of that star. Because what is this, this steam, this heaven, this vapor? As it says in the verse, there's a vanity, or there's a heaven, there's a vapor, in that there are tzaddikim who receive retribution appropriate for the acts of the wicked. That sometimes tzaddikim are punished, literally, like the, like the wicked are punished. Like the, like the wicked deserve. But the tzaddikim don't deserve that punishment, and yet they, they still receive it. But nonetheless, this is um, a very deep verse which describes this idea of tzaddik v'ralo, rasha v'tovlo, why the tzaddik has sometimes bad things happen to him, and rasha has good things happen to him, etc. That there's this vapor, this vanity, this heaven, that, uh, that allowed the tzaddikim to have retribution appropriate, that actually make the tzaddik have retribution appropriate for the acts of a wicked, even though they don't, they don't, um, they aren't part of that category of the wicked, God forbid. And so to the opposite, and the exact same thing, same thing is true of the opposite. And through this vapor, many have given up faith, this heaven, this steam, many have given up faith because it's this heaven, this vanity that many people give up their their, their their belief in Hashem because when they see the tzaddikim are punished like wicked people should be punished and yet they're tzaddikim yet they're righteous they ask questions on God how can God do this it's not just so many people have given up faith through this vapor why? because it's this vapor that, this vanity that causes or this heaven what we call this vapor the steam which causes the tzaddikim to have retribution which is actually appropriate for wicked not for the tzaddikim that these people see that the tzaddik has bad things happen to him and the wicked have good things happen to them. 
But this is because the world is judged by the majority. And the tzaddikim are punished by the sins of the generation. The same is true exactly of the opposite as well. And if we'd risen up, meaning saying, if we would been if we had been ascended even higher by this uh, star, uh, by this wave, how benefit as I Meaning, what is the idelin if we'd risen up? How beneficial? Meaning, if if we if the tzaddik and the chacham had risen up more souls, as I then certainly have Then, it, as we say in the in the in the story, um, we would have been burnt. We would have been maklinan. We would have been burnt from the steam, right? We would have been uh, burnt. What is maklinan? The shon kula. It comes from the language of kula, tempered. Mehavla from the uh, what do you call it? From this vapor. Meaning if the majority of the world would have been good, if the majority of the world would have ascended in this aspect of renewal with this chacham. Through this, the tzaddikim would have good things happen to them. And this vapor wouldn't have so much harsh, um, wouldn't be so harsh upon the tzaddikim. Why? Because the, the, the tzaddikim are judged by the majority. And because the majority of the world is wicked, because of this, Sometimes they are caught up in the in the sins of the generation, but if more people had risen up and more people had gone through this rectification that the chacham is able to do, then they would the tzaddikim wouldn't have this vapor that um, hurt them as much. And one wave called out to its up to its friend, its its next wave. What did one wave call out to its friend? Have you left anything in the world that you did not flood yet? Let me, I, let me go and flood it and destroy it. Meaning when after all these souls returned from the pregnancy that we mentioned. Meaning what, what are the waves? It's the souls. When all these souls returned. And then all these souls are awakened one to another. They tell each other, and they remind each other, my brother, perhaps you left behind a matter or a trait, a character trait in this world that you still have, that still rules over you, that you still left behind, that you still haven't fixed. Meaning, whenever these tzaddikim, whenever these tzaddik, when this tzaddik, this chachamador, is able to elevate all these souls that go to him, all these souls that go up together in this aspect of pregnancy remind each other to wake up from this vanity of this world, to wake up from each other, and they remind each other, saying, perhaps you left a bad trait, meaning perhaps you still have something that rules over you, perhaps you eat too much, perhaps you, you speak too much, whatever the, the case is. Um, and each friend is telling each other, perhaps, and, and uh, you're letting it rule, um, and you're not, you're not able to overcome this trait possibly. Let me come and I will destroy it and flood it. Meaning, I'll uproot this thing from you. And what did, um, what did the wave respond back to its friend? It responded back, Come and see the strength of your master. Meaning what? The strength of the master is this wise man. The strength of this wise man. That we mentioned above. Meaning this wise man who is able to take these souls and to elevate in the aspect of pregnancy and do all these rectifications. Come and see how strong, this, how great this 
Tzadik strengthened. Meaning what? As it says about the wave. What does it say about the wave? Now this this um, this verse in the or this um, this phrase in the Gemara story is going to explain the strength of the master of the Chacham. What does it say about the wave? The wave responded back to its friend. I cannot pass the sand, uh, the sand of the coastline for as much as a hair's breadth. Meaning, it's been decreed that I cannot pass this line across the sand. So what did that mean? Perush. Uh, explains meaning even the width of a hair's breadth I'm not able to pass the coastline what's the khol? the khol is this um, this mundane meaning I'm not even able to pass the mundane even a hair's line meaning I'm so much in the mundane aspect of this world I'm not even able to leave back to leave this mundane uh these mundane things behind me, even a hair's breadth. I mean, I'm so much in physicality and and gashmiut uh, and corporate uh, and this materialism that I'm not even able to leave this materialism even a hair's breadth. I'm so much in impurity. Perush. Now let's explain. So we said this this uh, this uh, what do you call this conversation is happening between wave, wave to wave, friend to friend, right, soul to soul. So the soul responds back to his friend, you're asking me, perhaps I left back a trade in the world that I still haven't fixed. No, my friend. I'm still sunken in, I'm still within all the desires of this world. And I still have not left the mundane into the holiness, even a hair's breadth. I'm completely in the mundane aspect of this world. This is known to you. That one who's in the mundane aspect of this world, he cannot enter in the holiness, as we say in the verse. And this is what it says in the story. That I cannot pass the the, khala, the sand, um, even a hair's breadth. Meaning what? I cannot pass the khala. What's khala? Not the sand, but khala. It's the khala, the, the profanity. I cannot pr- pass the profane, the profanity of this world, even a hair's breadth. Meaning even one who's in the mundane aspect of this world, even a hair's breadth. Meaning, let's say for example, someone who's completely removed from all the physicality of this world, but still has one small thing left. One hair's breadth left. Um... Through this, he cannot pass. Meaning what? He cannot enter this aspect of pregnancy. Meaning, he cannot accomplish this rectification that we're talking about here. Uh, talking about here. All the more so me. All the more so me. You, my friend, you are completely removed from impurity. But you still have one, let's say, one hair's breadth left of profanity. And even you cannot enter this aspect of Yibu. Why? Because you still have this khol, this materialism left within you. So all the more so me, who's completely in materialism, and only I have a one hair's breadth of holiness. It's the exact opposite. All the more so me, I cannot enter this aspect of pregnancy or holiness. Aval, but... Come and see the strength of your master, meaning what? Meaning the strength of the wise man, the tzaddik. That his strength is so big. It's so mighty. That even my soul, meaning a person who's completely in the profanity and the materialism of this world, in its entirety, even someone like me, 
شايفينه النفس الشديد هي لا بيبود هي سندرت هي ريزدت ان وي اسبت ا بريجنسي بعدين ده سوبر ريتسد ان يجلاك يا بود عشان ذا جلوري اوف عشان ريفيلد ذا بخينات خخمه ذا ريبريزنت ويزدم كيمونو شما ريتسز كافوت خخمين خلو ذات ذا وايز مان انهيرت جلوري سو وي سي ذات جلوري از انهيرتد باي ويزدم سو ويزدم اند جلوري ار اسوسييتد وذ ايتش اذر بخينات بيتا مقداش اند وات از ذس ويزدم اتس ذا بيتا مقداش And we know that the Beit Hamikdash is that that is built through that wisdom, through consciousness. And what is a chokhmah? It's kavod. So the Beit Hamikdash also associates kavod. The throne of glory is more exalted than the first. That the throne of glory, that this throne of the Beit Hamikdash where Hashem resides, is this aspect of kavod. Through this, all flesh will see together. What does that? What does that mean? Vera'u, all flesh will see. What does that mean? They shall see. This represents the drawing down of the Torah. Once these souls are renewed, and uh, in the aspect of pregnancy, when they come down, they bring the Chacham is able to bring down this Torah. Also, this renewal of the Torah. Um, he's able to bring down this Torah, which is the aspect of sight. Tanta, why? Because we said the drawing down of the Torah is this aspect. The Torah has four elements: Ta'amim, Nekodot, Taginot, Yot. The has the vowel points. It has the the um, sorry. It has the cantillation marks, the the singing, um, the way we sing the Torah, the the vowel points, the um, the crowns on top of the letters, and the letters itself. These are the four elements of the Torah, which represent the three colors of the eye and the pupil, the four colors of the eye, the four aspects of the eye. What does it mean? And all flesh shall see together. All flesh together. What does that mean? This represents when all the souls come together. We have the aspect of vira'u. They shall see. Meaning what? The re'iya, the tanta, the, the aspect of the Torah, the hashkacha of Hashem is able to come down. Meaning God's able to see us when all these souls come together in the aspect of ibu. As it says that the wise man takes all these souls together. As we said above. It says at the end of the verse. Uh, all flesh will see together for the mouth of God has spoken what does that mean all this is created all these rectifications are created through the generosity of, of the, um, the through the spirit of generosity which is the mouth of Hashem what does that mean in your mouth this is charity. So we see charity is a generosity. We're referencing the spirit of generosity. And that is Hashem, the mouth of Hashem. Why? Because generosity or charity is in the mouth. It says, um, in, the, in your mouth, this is a reference to charity. So all these ideas are connected together. In lesson 13, obviously, it's much more clear. So if one wants more understanding, look over there. But there are elements here that Rabbeinu did not mention in that lesson. That Baruch Hashem, we merited to study. And uh, God willing, we will start with the next manuscript, Bizrat Hashem, in the next podcast.